Welcome to Stirring the Pot, a conversation among girlfriends mixing flavors and perspectives. This is Jeanette. I'm Carmen. This is Brittany. What's up? This is Jasmine. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> Y'all goofy. No, they are very silly. Goofy, goofy, goofy. <laughs> Can y'all believe this is our last episode? OMG. Uh, we have Stare the Pot. Stare the Pot. <laughs> Wait, what was, the, what was the original song? Stare the Pot. <laughs> Delivering was Let's not say it was terrible. It thank wasn't you, terrible. Thank you for the person who wrote it. Oh, it wasn't sorry. terrible. It was uh, It, was it wasn't just the vibe. Creative. It wasn't right. It wasn't given the the flow and the energy that we needed it to. We'll try again. We'll try again. We'll try again. Yeah, sure. But um, I, I mean, the lyrics was cool. Yeah, it wasn't the lyrics. The melody, the, maybe. The only the, part was I my know. name. I just wasn't feeling that one. But. Yeah, yeah, the name part. I thought we had taken that out, though. <laughs> you know, it was a lot. Y'all, y'all, our audience, y'all have never heard it. Um, so <laughs> we're just talking. Maybe Kitchen. we'll... um. We'll we'll let y'all listen to it, but it went like stirring a pot, delivering a pot, come on, mix it well and get it, do what you (laughs) got, and then it was like uh, relationships. (laughs) She was whispering. Friendship, <laughs> your ex. It was like a lot of different like, things. It I don't know where they really it was. Really sensual. It was. It was. It wasn't really. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have to try it again. We'll, we'll come back. We'll get a better thing. Nah, so. I mean, again, I, it was more than what I was giving. Oh, for sure. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have no room to talk. My bad. bad. Now I should have wrote a little flow now. Yo, black my bad. Don't let me and Brittany go back to follow seven. Okay. <laughs> oh goodness, goodness. But um, yeah. So hopefully, y'all will be able to hear our um shenanigans and starting out this podcast but this will be the last episode for this season we do want to invite you all to a live um another live episode next week um what day did we say was it the first monday yes the mondays monday. monday the first at night time so just be yes. just be ready just be ready yes you too Brittany. i'm i'm ready. off <laughs> is this another are we gonna do another game night or is this just like open forum open conversation actually taking the podcast conversation to the live so maybe we'll consult with stack b and, and see what he has you know because he <laughs> yeah. was ready he was yeah. ready all i know is he was talking about some can you remind me on the day was <laughs> <laughs> playing no games but now i should be excited i think it went really well um last time so we should have some people to tune in next week but outside of that, how are y'all doing? You know, life. I'm cool. I'm cool. You know, just just living. You know, <laughs> trying to still working out. You know, trying to get it, trying to get it together. You know, looking forward to work. Um, but you know, that's it. Just prepping, prepping my mind. I'm excited this, for you. This workspace. You know, I haven't been working in a few months, so. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. Sabbatical. So yeah, so yeah, you know, I'm I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. Being what? a little housewife or whatever. <laughs> you know ah! <laughs> It's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> An whole episode. It's fine. It's fine. But go ahead, Jeanette. What you how you how you doing? Um, I just came off of a week and a half of some big projects, per, like professionally. So that's been good. But I, I constantly say, and it's actually related to today's topic about the fact that it's like the calm before the storm for me. 
a little bit. Uh, work is about to get really, actually has already started getting really real. And, um, I was being more intentional about taking off time and doing things that I enjoy, but, um, that's about to stop. So I'm just trying to transition and prepare my mind for uh, a couple heavier months of work. So, but all is well, otherwise, I mean, well, at least you get like Christmas break. Oh yeah. And I get like yeah. two and a half weeks or something. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and I can see my family, so that'll be good. That'll be good. Lots to look forward to. I need Christmas sure. break. Yes. Being- <laughs> you don't so want to get Christmas stuff. break? For me? Yeah. You said you yeah, don't if I wanna use my PTO. For facts. I'm gonna get two weeks. Don't to get two weeks except for the teachers. Period. Education. For the staff. But you don't want our check, so it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Our staff, our check is the same. <laughs> but I still don't get two weeks. <laughs> I mean, unless you just count nobody else working. That's what it be. That's really why I save my PTO. It's like, y'all can be off, y'all can leave. That's really what it is. I'm chilling <laughs> and saving my PTO. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm on call purpose. I'm Girl, on call. I'm on call. What you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing great. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so true. Oh my God. Brittany, how's your new job going? It just started yesterday. Um, okay. Yeah. Woo-hoo. I have a daily eight o'clock call. <laughs> yesterday I was the first one on it at 759 oh, oh, today I was about 827 <laughs> girl what the meeting was over <laughs> and she called me out was it a hands on what is wrong like with you oh, God. you know it's my first week so it's like oh, your alarm don't work <laughs> no it's it's like you know, I don't have anything to add anyway. No, doesn't matter. You got to. You can't go and from I being the first her, person I, I to, to you know to me and wrapping up. Because ever since we stopped working out in the morning, which you know how that was anyway. Right. I really just get up with. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's y'all fault. It's y'all fault. You're not working out in the morning. So that's why I was late for my call. <laughs> y'all know Brittany would be on the workouts in the bed. Talk about oh, she's supporting. No. This was her. No, y'all can't, so, see, like, y'all can't so see with my fingers over the camera. You just waking up whenever now. I'm so used to just waking up whenever. Because literally, okay. I can do my job right now at 10 o'clock at night. Like, n- there's no reason for me to work 9 to 5. When I get up, it's when I work. So can you Honestly, not just roll over, get on the call, and then go back to doing what you was doing? Yeah, the way my desk is set up, I got my laptop, you know, jolted you, down. But do you log in from Teams? Yes. You can't download that on your phone? I don't want it on my phone. You can't oh. take the laptop and put it in the bed at night? But no, then I would have to bring the charger connected. because then it would die. Okay. okay. The whole point is, I just up. need to get my ass up. That's Wake it. up. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Excuses. Last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do better because I need to, Monday, Monday, November first. I'm gonna start going to the gym too. If y'all listening, wake her ass up. No, for real. Because she gonna be on Instagram. For real. <laughs> just call her. I'm gonna do better because eventually I'm gonna have to uh, lead it. Lead, you know, <laughs> give a little input. Hilarious. So, yeah. Oh God, not eight twenty six. It was bad. It's okay though. And the meeting is over at what time? Eight thirty. Supposed to be. Wow. So you actually joined? That's what I, I did. They was still was talking. Over. I would have let the meeting go. Yeah. I would have just let it go. Yeah, well, I, I need them to see that I'm trying. I told no, my no, no, that was not that a try. That was not it. Not it. Coffee. That was not it. Because I would have jumped on like, yo, you know, I was just on a call with somebody. So they called me right before the meeting. You know, we were having a deep dialogue about something. I would have came with that. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm here. You <laughs> woke up. Oh, alarm I being honest. She was honest. Not showing up to the meeting like it's the first time she knew her voice today. Right. 
<laughs> I just don't know how to set an alarm. I'm sorry. You know that first time. Lie. That first, that Lie. first word voice. <laughs> exactly. It's so raspy. Exactly. It's so raspy. You had a chance to, to brush your teeth, drink a cup of water, a coffee, or nothing. Honestly, just, I'm here. Yeah, I mean, like Jasmine said, just for future, if that happens, don't join. Um, shoot an email, like you know. <laughs> I'm not feeling what. Um, Onyx, Onyx was throwing up everywhere. I really had to take no, care but of it. Yeah, <laughs> you had to with something. Right? In my defense, it's a daily call. So, like, some days it's like we don't even have anything to discuss from what I've seen because I've been on the call for two weeks now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I haven't been you know, you know what the truth is, Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> Unacceptable, girl. Unacceptable. It's, okay. it's been on right. my calendar for two weeks. I just haven't been going, but I'm going to do better starting okay. today. We need this little job, okay? Little. Stop it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Little. This ain't no She's little. She's running job. the whole damn company. <laughs> oh, I'm being, right. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I know. We Big bang Bisha. Big bang Bisha didn't even show up to the meeting, though. Girl, please. I'm still very much at the bottom of the totem pole, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, um, <laughs> honestly, you gonna get it tomorrow. Comes up. Okay. Well, you know what you got to do. Y'all know what y'all got to do to help her because that's not acceptable. Thank you. Appreciate okay. you all. <laughs> but I know she don't be late for that nail appointment. No, she don't be late for that hair appointment. <laughs> Look. Now Look. you know what? Look. They canceled on me twice. Give <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, me the traffic. Uh, see, all right. Well, I think you know there's there's a lot of things that we could take from this. One, you have to set a routine or something. Like you can't like honestly just waking up whenever you want is just is not sustainable. It's really not. It's not, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it ties really closely into what we're talking about today. And we're talking about mental health, y'all. Mental health, y'all. Psych <laughs> me up. Psych <clears throat> me up. Psych <laughs> me up. <clears throat> that is not the intro music. <laughs> I was just getting <laughs> That's the stir in the pot music. It sounded good. Psych me up. I, I, thought like it, it I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty good. That was a good yeah. effort. Yeah, Thank it you. was. That was cute. to the segue. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, so yeah, we're gonna end this season. We're gonna talk about mental health because clearly it's something that we all need to talk about. Um, creating space within our lives so that we can show up every day at a hundred percent, no matter what we experience externally. Right, just holding ourselves accountable through different means um, in order to focus on our own mental health. So we wanted to tie this back into um, a podcast blog-ish situation that I started in January called Psych Me Up. And so the idea and the concept behind Psych Me Up is really to look at the behavioral science piece and the psychology of mental health and well-being, um, but specifically with black and brown communities. We don't talk about it. If we do, it's very taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, within black and brown communities, our cultures are so strong. And sometimes that over um, flows into what mental health should look like and how we talk about it, not to exclude, but to include church, right? Mm-hmm. Um, religious views. And I think that's really huge within our communities. Um, and oftentimes uh, when we talk about mental health, we talk about mental health therapies. So most people talk about cognitive behavioral therapy. Like when you go to a therapist, it doesn't sit well um, within religious communities when they feel as though you should be talking to your pastor or a youth leader or whomever it is at a God. Right. right. Or nobody at all. Jesus exactly. will fix it. He will. <laughs> And so, again, I think it's important for us to start talking about it. I definitely think that it's been brought to um, the forefront, you know, just from numerous campaigns that I've seen on social media ads talking about what mental health looks like and, you know, celebrities endorsing that. And I think that's great. But one of the things that I wanted to do with Psych Me Up is to have a space that not only people can learn, but they can get resources, 
um, they can gain some skills that they can use to figure out what is the best path or plan for them. Um, so, I mean, when I think about what I hope for in the future, it's, I don't have, you know, a lifelong goal of what it looks like. It's something that I'm passionate about. Um, just being in the behavioral health space. I talk about nutrition and physical activity a lot, but understanding that at the core to it all is really your mental health and how you're able to thrive and survive in a space. I think physical activity and nutrition is key and, and it's a component to facilitate, you know, mental health. It is a therapy, so to speak, that you can use to have great mental health or to work on your mental health. But foundationally, we got to work on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So just a disclaimer, we're not mental health professionals, all of those things we can't treat, we can't diagnose. There's a lot of resources that you can find online. I cannot name them all because I do not know them. I'm too not a mental health professional, but I have um, had some episodes on Psych Me Up with therapists, counselors, Mm -hmm. Other behavioral scientists, psychiatrists, and they provided a lot of information, a lot of tools and resources that you could use. So I just wanted to throw that disclaimer out there. So for us to get started, um, I talk about what mental health means to me a lot, but I wanted to kind of pose that to you. And then knowing the church going, (laughs) believing people that y'all are, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I wanted to throw this in there too. So I was watching an episode... um, on YouTube, Mike Todd from Transformation Church. And he says something, and I usually, I play it in the background when I'm working. And he says something that made my head turn, like, I just turned my head. And um, he said, he, he was talking about mental health. He was talking about using your imagination and dreaming big, right? And then he was talking about mental health um, disorders. So anxiety, depression, whatever, you know, all of DSM-5, whatever, that may look like. And he said, that's your imagination. Hmm. Come again. That's what he said. And I'm not going to say I didn't get where he was going. He, he quickly went to the next example. Hmm. Uh, but in that moment, I felt as though it could have been doing a disservice to someone that was listening mm-hmm. that needed more than that. Because okay. some people's faith is big enough to overcome X, Y, and Z. But there are some things like grief and trauma that you do need additional support with. Mm-hmm. So I think that he left um, he left room on the table to lose people, unfortunately. But I thought it was very interesting. So giving you all's background and understanding of what um, faith looks like to you, how would you define mental health? Um, I can get started. I don't know about it. If it's, I think actually it probably does connect to faith in some ways, but when I think about my mental health and the fact that I focus on it, I think about my peace. I think about my well being. I think about alignment, um, and whatever it is that I need at that moment to get me there. Right. And to find to like, I'm constantly seeking and searching for that peace and that alignment, which unfortunately, because as we're going to discuss, I have anxiety. Um, it's, it's really difficult. It's just really difficult. So it takes a lot of intentionality. Um, but as I connect it to my faith, um, I certainly, I feel like I use all the practices. I've been going to therapy since I was 13 off and on. Um, I'm in the church. I've had my own exploration with my faith growing up Catholic and then going to Baptist church, AME churches. Um, I have a relationship with God that I'm grateful for. It can always be strengthened. Um, so I, I use tools that, you know, prayer, God, worship music, all of these things, having people around me who are believers as well as therapy. Um, and it, again, back to it, it all's in hopes of me being just a more, um, whole prosperous person. It, my mental health is part of my wholeness and I'm constantly searching to get to, you know, to kind of quiet the chaos and uncertainty that I, I'm dealing with. So, yeah. And when you talk about therapy, you mean just like cognitive behavioral therapy with a counselor or therapist? Absolutely. I've had several. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just say, I mean, that was like 20, 20 years worth of them. So, um, yeah, some have been great and some have been terrible. So, mm-hmm. um, I think, I think for me, um, regards from, I guess, from a, from a spiritual standpoint, um, 
I think, you know, I mean, I guess I can understand what you were, the point that you were making as far as what Mike Todd said, but I agree with your point as well. It goes beyond that. But um, I think more so in a sense of like, you know, when you get in your head and you start making up different things and doing like that, that piece is the imaginative part that you're not, you know, the Bible talks about lean not to your own understanding or, you know, uh, God hasn't given you the spirit of fear, but power and love and a sound mind. And he gives you the peace that passes all understanding. Like those are the types of things or that, that, you know, the, I would say the older religious generation like kind of pulls from like go you know god god got you or lean not to your own understand like you know so they go into those types of spaces but also you know i think that our our generation is more so leaning into and celebrating therapy or you know recognizing or being you know girl gay i can't wait to talk to my therapist wait till i tell like you see the memes (laughs) and all of those things come out about it because you know we understand that we need we need god and therapy Mm -hmm. like because god put i know god put phyllis on this earth to help me get out of my own head (laughs) like Mm -hmm. there was there was there is only but so much that i could do on my own i am in the process of strengthening you know continue you know your your faith walk is a continual you know process but i can say that me getting into therapy and being in therapy for a year that year and a half like really broke like strongholds and those chains that i did not know um how to break for myself so so you know i think that they you know kind of go they go they go hand in hand for me and i think that um you know that's the that's the difference between the old the old school and the and the new school like my mother is in therapy now and every time she talks about therapy girl i gotta go talk to the psychotherapist i said you're not why do you why are you doing that (laughs) why are you doing that girl you feel like i'm just laying on the couch just sharing all my i was like you're 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 dragging it (laughs) stop stop doing that but in her mind and even in her mind when i told her that i was in therapy i didn't tell her that i was in therapy till a year after i had already been in therapy because Mm. why can't you talk to me i'm here for you like that's not that's not what that's not what it is. That's not what this is about. Um, I know I can talk to you, but this woman is (laughs) like, she's, she's trained in this, in this way. She can, she can speak to things and help give me the tools to be able to overcome different things or set boundaries and set, you know, uh, schedules and routines for my, for my day to day. So I, so all that to say, (laughs) advocate for it all yeah no 100% and there are faith-based counselors yeah therapists which are really cool too like Mm -hmm. if you're looking for a therapist you can specifically look for a therapist that also uses faith Mm -hmm. Um, so just FYI Mm -hmm. um yeah not non-believers though um I mean, they look at religion like it's imagination. So, um, um, I had a coworker. She just passed apparently by suicide. And I just seen her a couple months and she was into church, Mm -hmm. um, but she had got sick. She had some kind of cancer. Um, and she had told me like, she didn't want to live. Hmm. She didn't know why. Like, why would God do this? Why would mm. why would God like what did I do? Um, yeah, she just passed like last week too. Mm. So I mean B, I'm so sorry. That's okay, boo. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like what do you tell someone that you just see in the mall? Like, hey girl, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, I'm not doing well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everybody's response to that. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, everyone's response to that looks and feels different, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I know I had a a co-worker 
and she was a non-believer and she was going through something. Her family was going through um, something pretty traumatic. And I just asked her and I asked her, do you mind if I pray for you? Can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes when we come into people in those situations and we really don't know what to say, you know, it can be tough to not say anything. And I was mm-hmm. listening to a podcast today, Oprah and Brenna Abraham. And they were saying they were talking about vulnerability. And then the exam, one of the examples that she used was someone that has passed away and you want to call that person's loved one or family or friend and just express your sympathies. Mm -hmm. Um, But you put it off and it requires so much vulnerability in that moment. And I Mm -hmm. think in this type of instance, that's what it is, right? Mm -hmm. It is that vulnerability and saying how however you can help them. Right. Because everyone's not going to say, let me pray for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there mm-hmm. really are no words, but you can ask. And I asked my coworker. I knew she wasn't a believer, but I am. Mm-hmm. And so I just asked her, like, do you mind if I pray for you? Can I pray for you? And she said, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, with that and just back to like what mental health looks like, how do you deal with those types of situations? How do you do you internalize it? Brittany, you know, I'm a big internalizer. <laughs> I was just talking to my friend today and she asked me, what, what do I do? I go to sleep. What do you mean? It doesn't work for everybody though. That's an unhealthy coping mechanism. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, well, we, I mean, I guess it's just me. It's knowing my triggers and like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say avoiding them, avoiding them, but just knowing what, you know, takes me away and, and staying away from those triggers. But is that healthy though to avoid uh, things instead of like addressing it? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I mean it's not necessarily healthy because you but, can't control the world. So right. what is so what does mental health mean to you then? Um, how we think, how we feel. Um, yeah, like I said, we all have different triggers. We all have different traumas. Mental health isn't necessarily, you know, a bad thing. It's just how we deal with how we feel and how we think. Hmm. So one of the things that um, Jeanette mentioned was that it's something that you have to work on constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a stress ball? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It is. I'm a stress, Jeanette. Always. Oh, my gosh. You know me. Uh, okay, well, that's how she that's one. Look, she has <laughs> multiple coping. Right. Um, it is a twenty constant. years. <laughs> it's constant. Like it, it there. It's a continuum. Like you have to consistently work on it. Just like you consistently work on your your external, your physical. Mm-hmm. It's a never ending. Like we can't just stop. It's not like mm-hmm. we get to a place where we're completely um, satisfied with where we are as far as right. our health goes. You have to consistently work at it. Um, but I do think one of the things that Jasmine mentioned about the irrational thoughts piece, um, who India Harris, who I did interview Max's wife, he talked, she talked about this and she says that she talks about it with her students. So anytime that they have any feel, any type of anxiety, um, she asked them to think about their thoughts and whether they're rational or not. Mm-hmm. And just think about each one and literally say like, that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. not the reality and to to talk yourself like it's a skill to talk mm-hmm. yourself from these things and so mm-hmm. I think one of the cool things about having a therapist or a counselor or someone that is trained they can help you better manage life because some things you can't control like you said Brittany lady came up to you she was like, listen, this is what I'm going through. And although you want, you try to avoid those type of situations, you can't avoid the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it happens and things happen. So I think that's the beauty of having a professional working with one or utilizing resources that are available because you can equip yourself with the tools necessary. Just like in your faith, like you equip yourself with scripture, <laughs> you mm. build your faith, you have an understanding, you have something you can lean on. And I think older generations, even when I mean, we went to church, it was very much so like scripture based, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I listen to preachers and pastors now and they don't, some of them, they don't really teach 
They give a lot of this was going on in the world, and here's your old state. Open the Bible, never. Right. I'm like, do y'all know what which is in the New Testament and the Old Testament? Um, so I think that's very different. But you know, Brittany, I think, you know, a little therapist might be good for you. You think so? I really do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so, because shutting down is the, its um, defense mechanism. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. like, you know, something that you talked about going to sleep, that's shutting down, blocking, yeah. that's shutting down. I do I do need to get out of the it is what it is mentality, because I don't care about a lot of stuff. But you do <laughs> care. You just try to tell yourself that you don't care so that you don't have to face it. So we're going to help Bernie through this journey. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was this an intervention? <laughs> is that what this is? No. no. Um, and I'm only know. saying that because I was that way before I started therapy. Like, I was the person that I was like, nope, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Do not I, I, you know, I don't care about this. I don't care about that. But actually, I really do. But I'm just telling myself that I don't so that I can get past the thing, not go through the thing. So mm. that's that's it. And when you don't and when you don't deal with it, you just bottle it up until the shit explodes. And then what? And then what? Mm-mm. That don't feel good, mm-hmm. and who's ever in the crossfire, it don't it <laughs> don't look good either. But then it's mm-hmm. like getting to know yourself. This current Brittany. Mm-hmm. Don't cry, hey. girl. <laughs> you know, hop on hop on therapy for black girls and, and get you a good okay. find you a good one. Oh, okay. Okay. I need to find one that takes my insurance. Mm-hmm. You need to go and just ask them. It should be mm-hmm. on your um, EAP, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think um, talking, and this is the thing, this is what's like me up, right? This is the one thing I wanted to do is to have conversations, candid conversations to normalize the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't talk about it. You, you ask people how they're doing all the time, you know, what's going on. You try to provide advice, but really my thing is, so did you try to, did you talk to your, what does your therapist say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did she give you some homework? <laughs> mm-hmm. right. uh, have you gotten a new therapist? You talking to me? In general. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying these are questions to ask your friends. Oh. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to support people and you want to provide accountability, we're not professionals. If you have someone and you love someone and you care about someone and you see specific things that could be alarming or that are not helpful, mm-hmm. um, then yeah, I mean, I think that's perfectly normal to say, like, have you tried therapy? Do you have a therapist? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, have you tried anything else? All right. How do you help people? Because, I mean, all we have is all we have is each other. And we talk about mental health, like Brittany mentioned, her coworker um, who may have committed suicide and taken her own life. Like no one wants to see that. And when we're so much in our head and we're not sharing, whether it be with our friends, family or a professional, we don't. Sometimes our imagination does run rampant mm-hmm. yeah. and it runs free and we don't have anyone to combat our thoughts but ourselves. If we're working against ourselves, how can we truly be in our most healthful state? So, um, I wanted to, you know, I don't want to have this episode be too heavy. We do got to go to sleep. Um, but I wanted to just talk about what, like, what made you go to therapy, or kind of what was your journey in therapy? Uh, what were some of the things that you were trying to? free yourself from or accomplish or um, navigate specifically um, around whatever that may look like depression, trauma, anxiety I mean whatever you want to share I think um, especially as a black woman and I think we experience I know that we experience life differently um, than other races even other minorities specifically um in america so i'm interested to see how that looks like for you how does 
how has your health journey, your mental health journey looked like for you as a black woman? Jeanette, you starting on me. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so my, my journey in therapy started through a family trauma that resulted in depression that I eventually was using an unhealthy coping mechanism to deal with. So that's where it started. I'm being vague, but on purpose. Uh, but that is true. That's literally where it started for me. And and I've just never, um, these things have manifested into anxiety and other things, uh, you know, just as we're getting older, we morph, we change, and I still need uh, help. So I've just continued to uh, work with different therapists and, you know, try to figure out what are some of those, the different things that I need, because we can't always get the same thing out of folks. And even my last therapist, she uh, not graduated me, Carmen. What, is, what am I supposed to say? I don't know. That's she what I felt. She kicked you to the curb. She kicked me to the curb. <laughs> I, I mean, kind of, not that I'm done. Cause I don't feel like we're ever done, but right. perhaps she may have thought that I was, um, too dependent on her. I don't know. It, it's, it was an interesting ending I'll say. Um, but I, again, I can always find things that I've, even in a therapist, I quote unquote, didn't love or didn't, didn't think was great. I always can learn something from them. So, um, but for me, I'm still dealing with, I think the roots are still there, of course, of what I'm dealing with. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm just very high functioning. So I just keep, keep moving forward. But Carmen, you were mentioning about accountability. You keep reminding me I need a new one and I do. So I will keep working on that, but. Which part? Getting a new therapist. No, I mean, which step? Getting a new therapist. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> but the first step is going to the website, seeing what oh, okay. insurance takes. Like we got to, it's their steps. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. No, no. Cause we've been talking about the end goal. So we yeah. got to, it's the steps in between. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Um, for me, I started, I started therapy in the process of getting ready to launch my business. Um, I realized that there were things like 931 was 931 is not always the name of the business. I've been trying to start this business for at least the past decade. And there's something that has been (laughs) in my way. Um, And so it was me. Um, And so a lot of things uh, with corporate America had taken a place and had basically depleted me of my confidence um of basically the woman that I had known myself to be and so I needed to I started therapy in order to get out of my own way and so began talking about all my corporate America trauma and how I I used to talk about myself as two different people like before before the corporate trauma and after and so she kind of helped me like work through that and then as a good therapist does as we began to to talk about these things then my whole life started to open up and I was like what did I tell you about the time that this happened mm-hmm. in my personal life or in my relationships mm-hmm. and she was like wait what <laughs> okay we're gonna need to go to um twice a month thank you <laughs> see you see you I in cannot. two weeks I can't okay thank you um yeah so then so then so then it became my intimate relationships and then those intimate relationships were you know we start then we started talking about family and you know upbringing and parents and all of these different things of course and all of these things tie in to to one another in some type of way and so yeah, by the end of it, I just it it was it was a very uh, it was a very beneficial um, experience, um, and I've been in therapy one time before when I was in college because I had test taking anxiety and they made me go see a therapist, <laughs> and so I realized that I just like to have somebody to talk to. So when I got in therapy the second time around, <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Oh, you like you like the auntie I ain't never had." I and oh. I loved Phyllis. I love Phyllis too. And she broke up with me 
because she retired and that was a breakup that I did not know that I was going to have to deal with. And that was painful. It hurt. Um, so yeah, so she just retired in September. Now I'm looking for a new therapist and these ladies want $230. And I'm like, huh? Mm. Yeah, so, right. So I also feel like therapy is now because, because mental health and self-care and all these things are trending topics. These pe- people are kind of up in a deep, deep prices, but that's another conversation, but get your coins, black girls, get your coins. I'm not mad, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so many things I could add to all of those. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, <laughs> yes, all of those things you do like, are you, talk. I do. Sorry. Are you going to tell us about yours or do they need to go to psych me up to listen to? No, I, don't, I haven't talked about? about everything. Okay. Um, so I, I may have, I, honestly, I don't remember. Uh, so I actually started therapy. So it's crazy. Cause when COVID happened, I like knew that everybody was going to need to go to therapy. Cause Obviously, we're going through a pandemic. Like everybody mm-hmm. else is going to be calling these therapists. Let me go ahead and call one up because let me mm-hmm. just get ready. before they raise the price. Before, exactly. So, well, no, <laughs> no, not the price raise. Definitely. Today's price is not yesterday's price. <laughs> yeah, all the therapists do that one. They um, really do, and so. I um and then also my hypochondriac dad sent me a message like I can't see and so I'm thinking okay he's sick he can't see lord I'm gonna have to be a caregiver he's going blind needless to say he needed a larger screen for his computer (laughs) I'm just saying in that moment I was like oh goodness it's a lot that's about to go on like, mm-hmm. I went to launch Psych Me Up. My dad can't see. We in COVID. So let me look, find a therapist. And so I looked for a therapist. And don't get it. I mean, the first lady, and I did talk about this in Psych Me Up, but the first lady, and we had a little meeting when she was late, too. She looked like she just woke up. I said, ma'am, this isn't going to work. <laughs> We're not for each other. I'm sorry. <laughs> but have a great, have a great one. He's showing up to the meeting like Brittany. Like, huh? <laughs> What's your name? Oh, what's your name? And so that is <laughs> my alarm. See what happened with my alarm. I said it for PM, not eight. <laughs> girl, girl. So I'm just like, okay, I'm not gonna let this deter me because we just not for each other. But it is a challenge, I will say for sure. And she was in network, so it makes it a little bit more challenging. But I ended up um, finding a therapist who's actually whose office is up the street from me. But I've never been. It's only been virtual. Mm-hmm. So I think starting with a therapist in a virtual setting also looks very different and it requires a different level of vulnerability because you have yourself, the therapist and the screen, which makes it a little bit more challenging. If you've never met in person, but um, we started because and then I, I when I first started talking to her, it's almost been a year, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if we made that much progress. I'm going to have to ask her because <laughs> I feel because like you were not opening up to her originally. You had to get strange. to know her. <laughs> It's very, very strange. I'm, I'm, I need to know you, okay? In order for me to tell you about me, I need to know you. What's your favorite color? Um, so you, how long have you been married? <laughs> how long have you been married? Oh, okay. Oh, I need, I need more. Like it's, I don't know. But that's just me. I don't know if other people ex- mm-hmm. have the same experiences. Maybe if I was in front of her and sitting down on the couch like Beverly, I would have a different feel. I would be cozy and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we talked about several different things over the course of our um, visits. Right now, my therapy is free because with Anthem, Blue Cross Blue Shield Anthem, the whole year, and I obviously this is from COVID, but they waived all the um, copays. copays. Yeah, That's so normally beautiful. I think it's like forty five dollars a session, so it was free. So she said she wanted to see me every week. I said say less, okay. At first, I was like. 
check my insurance benefits and it says zero so check your insurance benefits because you yes. never know and i was like i'll see you every saturday 9 30 um so we started talking about different things and and basically a lot of it around like feelings and she's done all these different games with me and showing me different feelings and um, mm-hmm. how I should respond or how I should feel and how I should share those feelings and all of that stuff. So, I mean, we're still working through that. Um, but similar to what Jasmine said, things will come up randomly um, just in conversation. She's like, oh, yeah, well, the PCOS, that explains the mood swings. Great. <laughs> so you're not bipolar. Awesome. <laughs> we scratched that off. I had, a, I had a note. I had a note. <laughs> Jesus. I'm talking about girl. I what I was like, I got ADHD. Can you give me a can you give me a reference? <laughs> She's like, well, if you would have told me about the PCOS before the ADHD, I would have told you you didn't have ADHD, but okay. <laughs> so um, you know, I think sharing has been a very interesting concept to essentially a stranger. Yes, they're an expert. Um but it, it feels and looks very different because there is this space of vulnerability. So if you are thinking about having a therapist or you have one, just honestly tell them everything uh, that you can think of. I mean, even mm-hmm. if it's not feels like word vomit to you, they they just be writing a lot. They really do piece it together. Somehow, <laughs> so what somewhere. you're saying is. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's not what I said. <laughs> what I said was because <laughs> Phyllis is like, thank you for sharing. You know, you've had a very, a very interesting two weeks. <laughs> like, yeah, girl, yeah, girl. Yeah, I wanted to text you, but see, you did. I could. <laughs> right, I sent her email, so <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I'd be like, this. I saw this meme on Instagram. This is what I'm feeling. This is this is this is really explaining how I'm feeling. <laughs> can you can you table this for the next time? Just <laughs> as a note, uh, before anyways, I forget, uh, I did ask her, and I, the last time we met, I did ask her. I'm like, you know, have you noticed the difference that you see with um, clients that you have pre and post COVID? Hmm. And she did say that there was a difference. She says, you're, you're definitely one of the clients I would prefer to come in. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and I think that they will start um, doing some face-to-face in-person therapies. Mm-hmm. But she did say, and I repeated the same thing, but she did say three people in therapy now. The screen poses a different like an, an obstacle and obtrusion through therapy if you have if you don't already have that relationship so mm-hmm. i can definitely attest to that um from my side because i don't know about you but you know sometimes i can on zoom i get my zoom work face on yeah but i do i don't it's mm-hmm. a stranger i mean that's all, that's what we've been doing over the last almost two years two now. years jesus so like breaking that i think definitely it will take time but hopefully we'll be in person um sooner rather than later to talk about some more concrete um i guess experiences that have shaped me into this mess you're not a mess you're not a mess abstract art amazing mess no yeah my my therapist that i had we actually were in person for like a year and then we moved to virtual this is before covid and we did that because just to make life easier and honestly i was so happy i was like this is so much better i cut out 30 minutes of driving and all this stuff so Mm -hmm. more frequently but to your point we had a year together so definitely different yeah well I mean, I think having friends that also are in therapy, whether you're not, um, is helpful. Um, I think it's helpful in the conversations that you have with your friends because Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like it's easier to talk in third person than to talk in first person, right? To say, well, I was talking to Phyllis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> about X, Y, and Z. Like those conversations mm-hmm. come so much easier because right. you maybe have already unpacked them mm-hmm. um, and have a different perspective, a professional perspective. Um, mm-hmm. And not only do I think it helps like your friendships and create those intimate relationships, but it also can help your friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the residual. So see how yeah. we're helping, Brittany. whatever (laughs) i think i I think that there there's so many residual effects absolutely well um to wrap this up i appreciate y'all sharing but um i just wanted to ask you two things and you can answer in whatever order you want but what are some things that you know that you do that are a hindrance to your mental health mm. I want to ask you that people don't ask that but what do you know like what can you think of some daily things that you do that hinder your mental health but then I want you to double back on that and share some things that you do habitually that increase your over- overall mental health that, that help you Hmm. I'm gonna say I overthink a lot daily. I overthink and I always think the worst all the time. Might be the Virgo in me. Yeah, because that's one of my <laughs> overthinking. Mm-hmm. I do it. Like if you text me and say call me, I immediately go. What? Like <laughs> that's that, like poor that's, that's poor texting habits. Yeah, but like everything. Like that's that's one of my my triggers that gives me anxiety. Yes, because what happens when people text you that? If something bad happens. It's not always bad, but I immediately think like No, I'm saying like we've experienced that. Yeah, right. <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay, on the flip side. On the flip side, I mean, it it might sound like a negative to y'all, but it's positive to me because I feel like it's me protecting my peace Mm -hmm. and my sanity. Mm -hmm. We're going to tell you. Go ahead. I check out. That's no. She need therapy. She need therapy. Already <laughs> that hinders your mental health. The build up. The build like up the was fact, like, the oh, you need to be therapy. On a phone call, it's like, the Ooh. fact that you didn't notate that as a hindrance is <laughs> a it's a red flag. It's a red flag. Red flag. That was the first thing my therapist said when I told them what I do. I said I block people. No, I really do. On text, email, Instagram, social. Decline a call fast. She said that is mm-hmm. not okay. Leave like, your house fast. Mm-hmm. Hang up on you fast. Mm-mm. Avoidance. Yeah. Mm. All right, so you don't have any daily habits to help you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you go for walks? <laughs> Do you drink water? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> I just told you what I did. <sighs> okay, so we're going to work on getting pretty unfair. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> we need, I need to start doing workouts back. No, dead <laughs> ass, farming, Dead ass. But you didn't come in the end. At a minimum, at least she'll be up to know that she needs to log into her 8 o'clock meeting. <laughs> okay, so, all right, next. Um, for me, it is overthinking. Um, I overthink everything. Um, and then also it is still the, I will get into the, the self doubt moments where I, it'll just, and which is kind of also plays into overthinking, but my self doubt will seep back in and it'll just be a spiraling Mm. type of type of thing um for me and i've worked on ways to kind of combat the self-doubt and replace it with you know those those you know affirmations and those words that are like no girl this is that's just in your head you can absolutely do what it remember when you did this (laughs) when you did Uh so it's a reminder like I have to remind myself of things or like you know I'll I say to myself often 
uh, done is better than perfect. Like, cause I am overthink that as well. Like, oh, it's got to be right. I can't. I can't do it until it's right. I can't do it till it's perfect. I can't do it till. Girl, you check it off the list. Get it done. So that's the thing. Um, but um, working out um, really helps with my mental health because it takes. I've been working on like clearing my head of everything while I'm actually working out. Cause normally I'll take everything to the gym with me. Like it's just sitting on, it's sitting on my brain, but I've been working on clearing, clearing my brain out so that I could just really focus on what it is that I'm there to do. And that'll help me in a way. Um, and then like, so like in for the second thing, like I just said, like replacing the self doubt with the positive thoughts and the positive statements. That is something that I do. So like, what do you say? I just said it. <laughs> The positive statements? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just said, I said, replace. Yeah, done is better than perfect. And then, like I said, I replace things better. when I'm telling. Huh? I missed it. Done is better than perfect. I need that. Done is better than perfect. Right. I right. Need- that was good. Yeah. And then, and then when I'm telling myself that I can't, or trying to talk myself out of something because I'm feeling like I can't do it in the way that I want it done or I can't do it at all, it is replacing it with you know, things that I have done and accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when you did that, you can absolutely do this. Yeah. Remember when you did that, you can absolutely do that. Oh, so, I need that too. So you're so, the yeah. entrepreneur that talks to yourself. That meme. Yeah. We can have a meeting. Stab me. Girl, you can do that. Okay, girl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is me. Mm. go ahead Jeanette and for me I would say I definitely overthink and all that but my biggest thing I think is over committing I say yes to everything mm-hmm. and I have really been working on it I am proud of myself for the small very small progress I've made um but I still do it I, I mean if you look at my calendar now it's absolutely ridiculous um and it's very overwhelming yet something must be feeding you know meets something must be happening cerebrally for me to say this is i'm gonna keep doing it i i don't know what's going on i still need to work on that but anyways i have to-do lists that's a big thing routines are so 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 important to me um i wrote this down because i was i was prepared today um i said over planning so i don't even know if that that doesn't seem like a good counter note to over committing, but I, it's part of the to-do list routine piece. Um, so all of those things, obviously working out, um, and sleeping, I sleep eight hours and I think that's really important. So, um, I know that's helped me get a little bit further in, in, um, in my stress. So yeah. What about you, Carmen? Mm. Um, so as a hindrance, daily habits, shoot, probably, I want, maybe not every day, but not getting outside. I don't get, I don't go outside every day. Mm-hmm. Then vitamin um, D. Girl, mm-hmm. just some fresh air, I guess, too, mm-hmm. um, can definitely hinder your overall mental health, right? Because we need, mm-hmm. to, we need to be outside. We need to connect with nature. And, you know, especially working in these environments now, we're often at home. We're in our mm-hmm. home. Um, and we don't make the conscious effort to get outside then. We don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> maybe not so much daily, but definitely happens um, multiple times throughout mm-hmm. the week um another is procrastination for sure um and in that in procrastinating obviously things build up and make things worse so increases mm-hmm. stress and anxiety which all very bad things for your mental health it's definitely not helping um so that'll be two for me uh and then some things that i do that help is definitely working out I need to do that. Like today, I just had a meeting and I was just like, I got an emergency. I didn't say what the emergency was. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. It was me. <laughs> it was me. Mm-hmm. I had, it was me. <laughs> so I um, just wanted to go, like, I went to Stone Mountain 
Yay! I just got outside and, and hiked up the mountain. So that was nice to be out there. It was a little cold. My nose was running at the top, and then my ears started hurting. I said, boy, nah. <laughs> we got to go. What did you say? By yourself? Um, yeah, I went by myself. Um, so I did that this morning. And I think that is something that just getting outside, doing some physical activity like that is helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Moving, moving your body. And it also helps your mind reframe and refocus um, so that you're not stuck in those loops of doubt or worry. Um, You're giving yourself just a little energy to do whatever you need to do. Um, Something else. Another daily habit that I have. Mm. Well, one daily habit that I have been introducing is motivation. No words. <laughs> so whether through um, podcasts or YouTubes or something external that mm-hmm. um, helps me, that can fuel me. So whether it's listening to like a sermon or just a podcast um, that just, you know, put some positivity um, into your space because oftentimes we can just be overwhelmed with negative everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From social media, I mean, most things on social media are not positive. Right. Um, and then it is like the new news source. So we can talk about our parents watching the news 24 7 and ain't nothing good on the news. They could say the same thing about social media. If you curate it in the way that you want it to look, it looks different. But with all the negativity just around, I mean, I think it's important to bring some positivity in, but also some motivation. Um, Everything that you see is not necessarily true or fact. So it's helpful to know that you too can achieve and kind of be given those those tools or resources that just that extra bit to keep you going too is good for your mental health. It's good for mine. Mm-hmm. So I definitely do okay. things. I even have Alexa. She, she right. hear me. She would just call me in the podcast. She gone here. Right. Um, <laughs> Good evening, Carmen. Right. Um, I do have her set up. So I set up uh, reminders on there to do certain things. So she starts and in the morning. She does like inspirational podcast, uh, inspirational quotes. So that's cool, too. So I do do that yeah, every day because cool. she does it. Man, I put her to work. Get my money's <laughs> for it. So, yeah, well, I, I mean, I think that's. Um, we all have some work to do. Mm-hmm. I'm more than others. Bush. Everybody's work looks different. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is not a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm everybody smart for baby. Some smarter than others. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we brought folk right here. <laughs> crazy oh god it's a self-awareness for me um <laughs> that's, the about first step. that's the first step she's talking about herself mm-hmm. oh <laughs> <laughs> who else she was I talking about she wasn't talking about nobody else <laughs> herself <laughs> I love you, girl. I love Bye, you. Carmen. Bye, Carmen. <laughs> but uh, again, I think having a space where you can have those conversations, and it, I'm not saying they got to be every conversation, you know, um, but understanding people from these vulnerable spaces, it's a whole different world. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely introduces intimacy in, the, in your friendships and your partnerships, your love relationships, mm-hmm. your intimate relationships, your family. Um, it definitely is. It's a whole new world. If you haven't experienced it, I highly recommend it. Even when you don't think you need it. Yeah, you do. Right. No, that's real. Um, there's so many things that we've experienced um, that we can definitely use someone to talk things through. Mm-hmm. So again, highly, highly recommend. I appreciate y'all for exploring this tonight. Yes, yes, it's been beautiful. It's been a very beautiful conversation. Thank you, Carmen, for facilitating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fight me up. Fight me up. Go ahead, sing the song. 
I don't know what Jasmine. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my song wasn't the real version. I just, I just oh, was, I, there know. was there's no song. <laughs> I thought there was a little there was a little melody, right? It's a beat. Ain't no words. But there. Oh, ah! okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. Psych me up. 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 Okay, Jeanette with the clap. <laughs> that was excellent. Okay. Oh my God. Well, I love y'all. Thanks for exploring this. Um, love you. During the pot journey. Y'all remember, I told y'all, this is the last episode. Mm-hmm. Jeanette, Brittany, how y'all feel? <laughs> y'all we're, we're, we're not going to say, we're not going to say last episode forever. Okay. <laughs> we're going to say, we're going to say gonna for say? now. <laughs> Who knows? The world say? might shut down again in six months and we have nothing to do but to sit and talk. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Y'all won't jump in the pot when you ain't got nothing oh. to do. <laughs> Exactly. When we blow up, <laughs> when we on the tizzle, when we do it, 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 I stay ready on that. Shot, 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 shot. Oh, God. I love y'all so much. Love you too, boo. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Bernie, say it. Say it. Like what? Me? Yes. Bye bye. Love y'all so much. See you guys in a couple days. Oh, on the lab. Oh, on the lab. On the lab. Holler. Bye.